Support for a Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Man, uh, have you seen this freaking, uh, before, you know, before we go on air, it's like, have you seen this uh, WWE and Fox post that uh, I guess Natalia got offended at? Here, let me, in fact, let me show you the graphic if you haven't seen it before. Um, so let me show it to you. So, <laughs> I mean, as a joke, I, I put in whoa, you with a dollar and put... Me at a dollar? Yeah, well, I mean, it's a joke, dude. Just calm down. What do you mean? It's, this is a joke. Why do you got me down to a dollar? Dude, I put in all these hours to this crap, and you put me in for a dollar? Like, what the hell? Brandon, I don't actually Taking think you all this time, like my day, I, I show up, you know, I rush home, oh. I set up all this crap, and you, you put me down as a what dollar. What do you mean crap, dude? Like, literally, dude, you show up for an hour a week. Maybe you, you are worth for, a dollar. What the hell are you talking about? Show up for an dude, hour. I put it's myself in like, $5. I, I make all the like social media hours, posts, like, and you freaking are sitting here telling me you're worth yeah, more than a dollar. You're not worth more than I'm a dollar. I'm carrying this goddamn podcast. What do you mean you're carrying this podcast? Nobody gives a shit about you, bro. Nobody gives a crap. I could do this by myself if I needed to, bro. Oh, you can do it. Okay. You know what? You can do this by yourself. I, Brent, Brent, I'm sorry, bro. What if I pat up your contract or something? Hey, yo, it's showtime. Here we go. Buckle up, mask up, Ray Mysterio. Yeah. Mr. McMahon in your stereo. I'ma set the stipulation and scenario. Force count everywhere, doors drop everywhere. Hit you with a finisher from out of nowhere. Eyes all white with the cold stare, you know I had to go there. Hell yeah, the flow so real. Pennies in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts. You ain't really ready for the boss, no pennies in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts. Shooting star deadly off the porch, no pennies in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts. The most electrifying, steady with the source, not a penny in my shorts. Just a Kenny for your thoughts. Yeah, just a Kenny for your thoughts. What? The Kenny for your thoughts podcast. All right. So there we go. We have the skit. Okay. Are we happy? Everyone saw it. All right. Because it was worth it, Brandon. You were worth it. I want to show you that you're worth more than a dollar. Yeah. Right. To me, in my heart. Yeah. Yeah. I'm worth it more to you, but that's all I. That's all I am on the tier list. Just a dollar. Unbelievable people. As far as I'm this? concerned, you're number one. It's not me. It's what do you mean it's not you? Brandon, look, at the end of the day, you're my number one bitch. Okay. I love you. Wow, you see this? This is all, this is all I am about. Just a piece of meat to you. Look, all I'm saying is I asked you to be my Valentine last week. You didn't even show up. I told you I told you you were my Valentine. You didn't even show you know, I was just sitting here by myself. <laughs> Working, I actually, you know what I actually did on Valentine's there? I got like literally, I was so happy to be single. It sounds stupid, but what? I got like three uh, texts to get pre-approvals from people for mortgages. So all Valentine's Day, I was doing pre-approvals. God, God help me if I was in a relationship. It literally would have been just like, babe, hold on, hold, on, hold on. Let me let me do this right now. Uh-huh. So it was probably, wow, Brad doesn't even believe me. No. Diego says Kenny's worth a dollar for not getting it with sound the worst time. Can we all give Brandon credit, by the way? Like, I, I want to say that, like, is Brandon not a good actor? Like, all jokes what? aside. Like, I, like, just for being a stupid skit that's like this, the fact that Brandon could really, really act in that moment. Like, I, I, kudos to you. 
All jokes aside. Good. I keep I keep laughing too much. I gotta I gotta hone that in. That's why we love you though. I we, can't stop. We laugh we, we love you because you take nothing in life seriously. <laughs> They're like, Sir, you have AIDS and Brandon's like <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> I'm gonna die. That's yeah. all right, man. <laughs> all right, whatever. <laughs> whatever, you know. I had a good run. Why not? Why don't we just go out with a bang? Oh man, Ed, I, I, it's a lot of Chinese characters. So I apologize, Kanji characters here. All afternoon, I was make I was busy making some pizza and cookies on Valentine's Day. That first of all, that sounds amazing. Next year, that's my Valentine right there. I want pizza again? and I want cookies. No, no, we're not doing this again. Not you? No, hell oh. no. Uh, whoever's oh, okay. making pizza and cookies in the chat, that's my Valentine. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but speaking of Valentine's Day, I guess Lacey Evans had a good Valentine's Day. Oh, dude, how, how are these ladies just dropping bombs on the company? Well, do you, everybody's having a baby. Well, well that's what <laughs> I was going to ask. And, and I like this comment. First of all, I, would, I will admit Brandon's a good singer. Been singing that Manscaped song, and I feel like doing a cover <laughs> on that, which we haven't played in a while. Should we play uh, that, Brandon? I think, I think you got to do it. We I gotta think you got to play bills. it. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Let's pay some bills. Getting ready for a date. Now I'm in the zone. But I had to clean up quick before I hit the road. Normal clippers mess me up. Nicks and cuts were just too much. Now I'm bleeding everywhere. They're itching on me too. Every sleepless night. Got too much hair down there. I need to mow it down. Gotta stay clean to bear, but there's a better way. And now I can shave these things. This much I know is true. Use Manscaped to shave your pubes, and you'll be silky smooth. Well, I guess we'll be. So Brandon, people for, for, for the first time in your life, people wanted to hear you sing. No, that's not that's not true. Brandon's an amazing singer. Everyone always asks him to sing. Yeah, Brandon, you are a great singer. Even though you're bullshitting in there, you are definitely a good singer. <laughs> Diego's mouthing the lyrics here. Now I'm bleeding everywhere. <laughs> oh, oh man. man, we already have a hundred messages. It's weird. Yeah. We just started the episode. It says congratulations, you've received a hundred messages, which means the chat needs to shut the hell up. This is my show, okay? <laughs> You're trying to take the steam out of my sails. The, the steam out of my sails. I combined like a, a lot of sayings there, because I think it's wind out of my sails. <laughs> I like that steam out of your sails. No? Steam doesn't do shit for sails, Brandon. Is it like, if you like blow a lot of steam at a sail? No. Nothing. Oh man, oh man. But let's. <laughs> Matt Ritter says he went from Natalia to Cameron Grimes, which was Cameron Grimes. Shout out to Josiah Williams for his Cameron Grimes song. It was absolutely amazing in NXT TakeOver. We'll oh, get into yeah. that. That was but him rapping. That was him. And, and uh, nice. Josiah Williams, man, he's amazing. And the fact that he did that and then the My Whole stuff that he did, um, absolutely amazing. So kudos to him. And uh, everyone click like or you'll pay 10 bucks. Yes, I am now charging $10 for the episode unless you hit uh, the like button there. Okay, <laughs> so right now, unless you want to be charged $10, hit that like button, subscribe. <laughs> and Can we do that? Let's hit the do notifications. That, I'm extorting because, people for money, yeah. Brandon. I'm extorting for people well for money. Get some money. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm only going to get a dollar of it anyway. 
All right. But I was going to say, or else I'm going to fake a pregnancy and extort you for your money. But speaking <laughs> of which, to get back on topic, you see, I did that yeah. on purpose. <laughs> let, me, let me read this, by the way. Uh, fuck your show. This is now a chat for your thoughts. <laughs> Hey. Sup, Kenny and Brandon. Facts, Kenny. What's up, Eric Travis? Um, let's get into it. So, Lacey Evans um, on Ross did not on Raw did not have a uh, any sort of physical interaction because um, she flat out said, "Charlotte, Charlotte, I'm pregnant." So, obviously, <laughs> implying that Ric Flair's been getting that drip up in her. And uh, <laughs> look, I'm just saying, I'm haunted by. I haven't been able to sleep the last couple days because of the thought. Of Ric Flair and Lacey Evans doing the dirty. <laughs> I'm so glad they went there, bro. I, we know we were talking about this on the last show, and I was like, man, they really need to push this angle. And they did it for me, bro. They're listening. <laughs> Somebody's listening to this podcast, Kenny. I, I so think somebody high they, up. They went, they went with your with your dream, Brandon, your wet dream. my dream. That's and, right. And Ric Flair has now gotten Lacey Evans pregnant. But the rumor has come out. Uh, again, I say rumor because I have to be um responsible in the iwc and we'll get to that that's probably our main event here a lot of times what the hell are you doing why are you reaching for me it feels creepy uh, <laughs> you told me to look at the camera more it's true i did tell him to look at the camera more. i told brandon i said listen you got them you gotta get them pretty eyes roll up in the camera and just start searching at, looking at the camera more because that's what the people want they want us to stare at them at home uh but that being said um <laughs> people saying the baby's gonna be smarter than fernando who does our timestamps. okay so you're saying that i'm gonna have this new baby do our timestamps. okay i understand but yeah so going back to it so i guess the rumor is uh papa dave dave Meltzer said that lacey evans is actually pregnant so she's actually pregnant dropping the news to wwe on monday so obviously they tried to make a chicken salad out of chicken shit and obviously since the storyline can't continue they're trying to go with this pregnancy angle uh kudos to wwe for that if that is true uh however obviously that means again reported by dave Meltzer, which again i don't know if i 100 percent believe because i just always have an air of uh doubt uh, you know what, what's take everything with a grain of salt in the iwc papa dave reports that <laughs> brandon that is not how you stare at the camera brandon's huh. now staring at the camera the way he did uh when he caused the stripper to become a nun have i ever told yeah. that story <laughs> yeah, do you want to tell that story <laughs> so brandon went to college gaysville florida to make a long story short brandon was uh up front at stage looking at a stripper <laughs> What was I doing? And Brandon decided to look at her like this. Yeah, that's what I thought. And he I thought they were into that. I didn't and know. And he stared. And yeah. he stared. And you're staring into her eyes. And I uh, shit you not, this is a true story. The stripper got her clothes, put them up here, looked at everyone, and said, I'm sorry. I'm very uncomfortable. And left. And she became a nun. After that day, became a nun. The stare that Brandon gave her sent it's chills like, it to her spine, where she had to reevaluate her life and say, "I don't think this is correct." That's right. You never look at the eyes. I guess they just, Brandon, just look at the body. Brandon, yeah. I'm just, I'm sorry, but in what world do you stare at a stripper in the eyes while she's dancing? I, I thought that was like, cause no, like, you oh, come I'm across like a, a serial killer. Sort of you look like a serial killer at that point. I'm trying to connect. Like I'm trying to connect. She with, don't want uh, you. She is a, she is there for money. Nothing more, nothing less. And you decide to stare at this money. woman in her eyes. 
No, you decide to stare at this woman in her eyes and try to... What were you trying to do? Win her affection? No, I just down a good time. I didn't know where to look. Brandon, if I'm staring at you, if, if, if I'm there in person, I'm just staring at you in the eyes like this. I'm just staring yeah. at you. You think it's a good time? <laughs> do I have to teach you etiquette? Apparently, I got to teach everyone etiquette because the IWC didn't have etiquette when it came to rumors. But again, we'll get to that because I like uh-huh. to tease a little bit there. So, yeah, so Lacey Evans being pregnant. Um, again, I kudos to WWE for making this something, but uh, a lot of people had a problem with it because I and, and this was, I guess, my start with saying the IWC really needs to watch the words because you had the people who said, if this pregnancy isn't it isn't real and WWE is doing this. This is really sick because there are people who have, you know, they, like they went off into all these reasons, people having miscarriages, things like this, and they shouldn't bring this stupid thing into a storyline. I'm like, guys, you're thinking too much. Like, if it's just a stupid storyline, it's just a stupid storyline. It's as simple as that. People uh-huh. are saying, Brandon, go back to college. But uh, then the reports come out that it's real. It's a real pregnancy. Uh-huh. And it's like, so if you made all of these irresponsible comments talking about this is stupid, this is dumb. Lacey Evans isn't pregnant. You just look like an idiot. You look like Brandon staring at a stripper, turning her into a nun. You look like a moron. <laughs> you know what? Uh, Smacking it raw uh, brought up something earlier, which is interesting. It's like, has an 80 year old, you know, man not use condoms? And I'm like, if I were 80 years old, like. Like, I'm going to die in a couple assume, years anyway. Yeah, probably assume, yeah, assume stuff doesn't work the same anyway. I mean, he's got raw in his name. Why not raw dog it? Anyway, um. <laughs> <laughs> the people the chat saying Brandon went from Cameron Grimes to Dexter Loomis. Yes. <laughs> Dexter Loomis. Um who uh, luckily abducted Austin Theory and we're all here for it. Okay? And NST takeover. April says hi. Hey guys to April. Hi. Hey. How are you? And uh Smackin' Ross is not Grimes to Sol- Lars Sullivan, let's be honest. Brandon, <laughs> take your shirt off. Like Brandon, you got to take your shirt off. He's going to do it, too. Stop. No, no. <laughs> He's going to do it. He's going to do it. <laughs> so let's talk about the fact that, uh, again, sticking to the Lacey Evans topic, that means that that match isn't happening. So I guess we'll save it a little bit towards the end, but that might affect our Elimination Chamber predictions. Okay? But speaking of, of tweets and tweeting irresponsibly, did you see what Bow Wow was doing? For the company that he wants to go in, he was trashing wrestlers saying, like, how do you only have 70K in followers when I have 2.5 million? I'm sorry, Bow Wow. Wait, maybe he's working us, bro. Maybe. maybe he's working. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, you can't be working when you're not in the company yet. <laughs> Brandon, it's like, flipping, the- no, no, no. If you don't work for McDonald's yet, why are you flipping burgers, doc? <laughs> right? Is it not a fair analogy? If you Burgers don't work for a company, why are you frying fries? Why you got a deep fryer? You don't, you don't, <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, I, maybe there's something we don't know, man. Maybe behind the scenes. I'm just they're saying. Like, maybe they saw like you know, Bad Bunny's blowing up and something. They're like, you know what? Let's bring in like, some more. No, they didn't. Bow Wow like, is trying guys. to get into the company, and I get it. I get it. He's trying to make a name for himself in, in regards to the company. But it's like, come on, bro. Like, you don't diss the wrestlers because these are like, it's like dissing your peers. Like, if you're trying to, okay, it's the best example is like, if you want to be a guest on the Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast, why would you diss me before you try to get on? Why would you diss Brandon <laughs> before you get on? Because it'd be, be like, I mean, that's what everybody does anyway. Well, so. yeah, maybe <laughs> yeah, I probably yeah, would let them on yeah. if they dissed Brandon before they got yeah. on. 
that that's different i guess but i'm just saying it's like you don't i don't know man it came across wrong it came across like you're saying you're bigger than these than wrestling so when you say you're bigger than wrestling it's like why would we bring you in because that's the wrong attitude to have you don't see Bad Bunny tweeting out like, oh, look at all this money I brought WWE. In fact, in regards to B- Bad Bunny, it's come out that he's donated the half a million dollars he made in merchandise sales to charity. So mm. it's to show you that Bad Bunny has the right mentality. Right? I'm just saying, if, so if Bad Bunny were to face Bow Wow at WrestleMania, I'm definitely hoping ba- uh, Bad Bunny goes over. <laughs> would you be okay if they did that match? I would be, but it would also be like, why would you hit a child on air? Oh, dang. I'm just saying, you want you you want to take shots at people, bro? To be able to take shots, you got to be at least five foot five. I'm just saying, <laughs> and this comes from somebody who's five foot nine. But you make me feel good <laughs> about myself. Hmm? All right. Look, all yeah, I'm saying, is Bad Bunny became 24 seven champion this week. Yeah. How freaking amazing! For the simple reason that Bad Bunny's going to be a musical artist on SNL on Saturday. Think about the timing of all of this, right? So think about what they're doing here. What that means is Bad Bunny's going to perform on Saturday night at SNL, which is on what? Ding, ding, ding. NBC. NBC has a streaming network called Peacock. Peacock is doing what? Absorbing the WWE network on what? March 17th, I think is the date. Mm. Think about where this is going. Bad Bunny's going to literally lose the 24-7 title to R-Truth on SNL so that people go, what's this wrestling shit? They try to tune in. They find out that people that WWE is going to Peacock. It's all making sense. This is actually going to be a really good tie in. All right. If Bad Bunny shows up with the 24 seven title, it's more publicity than WWE's ever got. Maybe not ever <laughs> got. I, I don't be that guy, but amazing, dude. Amazing that what they're doing here. So a lot of people aren't thinking that they're like, who's this Bad Bunny guy? Well, if, freaking a if he's going to be on SNL, he's somebody, right? So I'm saying, people saying peacock, peacocking is also effective. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I, I'm saying this is just a good segue because Elimination Chamber is the last pay-per-view that WWE is going to be doing on the WWE Network. Okay. Fastlane is actually going to be the first one. So very good segue to, to, for people to know that WWE is coming to Peacock as far as I'm concerned. Again, business is business. That's why a lot of people think with biases, they don't think with business. Okay, people are saying, can you say peacock in every line? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, it, you're paying attention to it because you're hearing the word cock and it's making you excited. Never mind. <laughs> no, wait. Since they're like, you know, Fastlane is going to be the big sort of debut pay-per-view on the Peacock Network. Yep. You think we're going to see some screwy stuff happen at this pay-per-view to set up? Well, we're on the road to WrestleMania. Fastlane for Fastlane to be so, big? So we're on the road to WrestleMania. So Elimination Chamber is always going to be the the night of screwy stuff i don't think it's going to go in the direction that we think uh you see you see people saying you would want that and <laughs> saying that in the chat um i don't think we um should expect uh anything but false finishes and and different roads different avenues on the road to wrestlemania here uh that's what elimination chamber does but the only reason i remind people that fast lane is going to happen is that we still have one more pit stop on the road to wrestlemania yes i'm full of the analogies with the road and the yes but so I got one more stop, um, which means that a lot can change. So Elimination Chamber could still be your safety net where things happen that you think are going to happen and then everything changes at Fastlane. Just saying. All right. Um, but let's talk, Brandon. Let's talk. You know, let's go right into the, the nitty gritty here. Uh, Sting freaking took a powerbomb from Brian Cage. Haters. 
haters think it's still go. That's exactly what I said. And I literally tweeted out. I said, do you remember, you know, I've been touting it ever since Sting showed up in AEW and it was reported that he was going to wrestle. And everyone's like, yeah, cinematic matches. I said, "You're, you're assuming. I said, you're assuming things. Sting has never said cinematic match. The only time Sting said cinematic match is when Sting said, I could face Undertaker in a cinematic match for WWE. Why did he say that? Because WWE is not going to let him wrestle. So he was going within the parameters of what WWE might consider. And he was like, all right, I'll do a cinematic match. People work themselves because they like to start adding two and two together, making four, even though no one told them to add. And we'll get to that because we're going to talk about that with the Kyle O'Reilly situation again, teasing it. But Sting has never said that he's only going to do cinematic matches for AEW. And I touted, I said, people, if he's going to wrestle, he's going to wrestle. There is no safety net here. Sting is going to take full bumps. What happened on what happened on Dynamite? Go on YouTube yeah, right thanks. now. Go to YouTube.com. Uh, put in Sting uh, gets powerbombed in AEW. The first thing to come up, our channel. Because I posted a 10 second clip <laughs> yeah. of it and it's gotten like 5,000 views. So, yeah. Sting got powerbombed by Brian Cage. He's going to do a full match. And damn it, my thing is if Sting says he can do a full match, let the guy do it. I trust Sting more than freaking some virgin on Twitter. All right. Do you trust Sting more than, sorry, you know, Goldberg or Undertaker? Yeah. Do you think I <laughs> have one of those? In your moments during the match, you think it's going to work out? Well, so the way I, I, I one of the YouTube comments uh, uh, was absolutely amazing. It said, "You know, Sting's uh, four years away from uh, being sixty-five and this being elderly abuse." And when he said <laughs> it like that, it was like, "Well, shit." <laughs> <laughs> it is actually very true. I don't think Sting. I don't think Sting's going to. I think everyone's working themselves into thinking like they work themselves into black and white. They either think that Sting's going to have this amazing run that's going to last five years. Or they're gonna and p- people saying I can't thumbs up for mobile. Yes, you can. It's absolutely you can. <laughs> and if you can't, call your they're provider right now. So call up. T-Mobile. Call Verizon. <laughs> call freaking O2 up in England and tell them that you want to be able to like our podcast on your mobile phone. <laughs> but anyway, people are working themselves into saying. Okay, either Singh's not going to wrestle or he's going to have this like five-year run. It's like, no, he's just going to have a couple matches so that he can uh, retire happily. You know, they're going to see how he holds up. And, and Alex Guerrero says, Sting's first match back at AEW Revolution is a damn parking lot brawl. He wants to die. Believe it or <laughs> not, a parking lot brawl actually is able to mask um, the in, his inability to bump. So point is it's a lot easier i know this sounds weird but it's easier to get hit with an item than it is to take a full back bump you know what i mean as a consistency thing Uh, (laughs) people say call your provider to talk about a youtube app problem and you worked at t-mobile yes now that i've left (laughs) t-mobile um i want to be as ignorant as humanly possible and sound like my customers that's really what it would happen okay Uh, (laughs) but i'm just saying i think i think this whole sting situation i think we're going to be pleasantly surprised i mean he's going to be in there with darby allen's going to give him a rub you know with team taz and i think people are getting their panties in a bunch for no reason it's sting at the end of the day Sting at half speed is still better than most people at full speed. Slow down, brother. Speaking of which, let's get to the Natalia Dollar situation. Um, so, 
We alluded to this in our skit earlier, but let's talk about this. Uh, so Natalia uh, had a problem with this right here, Brandon. Uh, of course, I'm posting our modified one, but where Brandon was, uh, yeah. Natalia <laughs> was uh, labeled build your team. You know, these are social media posts that always go viral. Yeah. It says build your team for $15 at the, the at top. We had the likes of Becky Lynch, Bailey, Sasha Banks, uh, Charlotte Flair, you know, $4 tier Oscar, Yoshirai, Kaylee Ray, Bianca Belair, uh, you know, I won't go into the rest of the names, but at the dollar tier, we had Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot, Natalia, and Peyton Royce. And I guess Natalia took this a little bit personally and said, you know, <laughs> felt like her hard work over the last decade has been um, discredited and that, you know, for a dollar, like she was put at a dollar. I get where she's coming from, right? Here's my thing. I think Natalia being worth a dollar, I, I can see where they're coming from in kayfabe, okay? Mm. Because they got all these other women getting pushed. But And she took it personally, which I understand, because obviously she feels, you know, um, for all the hard work she's put in, for all these girls that um, she's helped train, mm-hmm. um, and to be put at the bottom of the tier is very disrespectful. It's not her problem with it that i had a problem with it's the fact that she responded with this whole iphone notes app long explanation and the way i'll say it it's like we know she had a problem with it but it's like why don't you just respond in kayfabe and be defiant and then kind of call it a day and she ended up deleting it okay so she ended up deleting it but my thing is like you respond and say you put me at a dollar I'm Natalia. I've been around 10 years. I'm the best there is, best there was, best there ever will be. I'm the freaking boat. You don't put the boat at a dollar, okay? Next time you make one of these lists, put me at the top or else I'm suing your ass. That's how you right. respond to me. Because then it's like, you, you know, you know you have a problem with it. Everyone will know you have a problem with it, but you made the best of it. When she responded kind of out of kayfabe and she went with this, you know, you hurt my feelings and kind of F you kind of thing, it was like... Then you delete it and, and then like, you delete crap. it, it kind of comes across like really weird and again i have no problem with what she said she's correct you know what i mean like in in that sense i get it it, it you're devalued quite literally you're devalued but uh i think she could have gone about it better you know <laughs> and that's the theme of this episode which is to be better on the internet but what are you saying Greg? <laughs> i was gonna say like you know in, in the tier list's defense you know it's pretty accurate right i mean that's the problem it, that's that's the yeah. thing it's like you know again going back to the list again brandon's in the place of natalia here and <laughs> i'm in the place of charlotte flair but uh if you look at the list it, it is pretty accurate to their storylines right now you know especially people are like kaylee ray why is kaylee ray up there because she's freaking nxt uk champion why is bianca belair up there because she's the number one contender for the title so i think we're going off of this in kayfabe you know, the, I mean, Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot, you know, Liv Morgan, I, what was it? Ruby Riot ate a pinfall from Tamina, you know, this week. So, I mean, these are in terms of kayfabe, these are pretty uh, accurate. And I don't think it was, again, I don't think it was as serious as she made it out to be. And I think there were just hurt feelings because of her personal uh, take on the situation. Um, but in terms of kayfabe, it was a pretty accurate list. And it, it's also subjective. I mean, these kind of lists are subjective, right? Like some people might put Brandon on their five dollar list, completely be wrong. <laughs> Brandon's worth a dollar, but you know, wait, I'm just wow. saying. Wow, <laughs> like three dollars. All right, I know how much I'm worth. <laughs> so 
so all, all i'm saying is uh yeah i i think if people are saying i'd switch lana and live why would you but here's the thing but so so fernando's saying lana's you know, got a big angle going exactly yeah. what i was gonna say it's like in terms of kayfabe if Liv morgan's associated with ruby riot you can't switch Liv morgan because then it, it becomes controversial it literally becomes why is Liv morgan at a three dollar tier and Ruby Riot's at $1, and they're on the same team. So, again, it's just kayfabe tears. I had a problem with Billy Kay not being on this list. Where's Billy Kay? <laughs> she was with us. Forget vi- vitamins A, B, and C. We need some vitamin Billy Kay. <laughs> She's still getting her That's all I'm saying. Up. All right. I, I am a little surprised with the uh, Dakota Kai, Raquel. But, like, again, like right. I said, it's tough. It's all it's subjective. Like, I would have put them yeah. higher, too. Yeah, to me, like, you're the number right. one contenders for the women's tag titles. You know, was Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax even on the list? I don't even remember. Like, uh, going back to it, you know what I mean? It's like, if, yeah, Yeah. they are. Okay, they're at the $3 tier. But to me, the other, you know, then it becomes subjective because it's like, why is Dakota and Kai Raquel Gonzalez not up there? If Rhea Ripley's not even really on TV right now, you know, what's going on? You know, that sort of thing. But again, it's all subjective. We all can have different points of view. So uh, I I think Natalia shouldn't have responded. Point blank point blank yeah, to it yeah. or at so, least yeah. responded in yeah, kayfabe okay um but anyway uh let's talk about this brandon uh, what do you want to talk about i don't know you let's pick talk a topic about love. <laughs> what, what a transition what a transition brandon wait, wait, wait. What, is, what is this nonsense as about? good of a transition as a botch surgery yeah <laughs> Hold on. All right, this this is kind of juicy. Hopefully, this wasn't a main event. It probably is. You'll chastise me. But if it is, we can just change it up. All right. What's this nonsense going on with uh, Andrade and Alistair? I feel like I haven't really seen them do so, much. So yeah, let's let's talk about this because this goes again. The theme of this episode is the IWC and its irresponsibility. $3? So $3? my thing is, Dave Meltzer reported that Vince McMahon does not see Andrade anything in Andrade and Alistair Black. There's a problem I have with that, right? There's a huge problem I have with that. One, a couple weeks ago, Dave Meltzer reported that Alistair Black was in line for a big push. So then it becomes, which one is it? Because you've reported that he's in line with a big push, and Vince McMahon likes him. And now you've reported that Vince McMahon doesn't see anything in Andrade and Alistair Black. So which one is it? Because at the end of the day, if you say, well, things changed, I don't believe that for shit. Because Alistair Black's been on, off of TV. I believe that maybe there's something going on with Alistair Black that we don't know about. But the simple reason that you've reported two different things makes you makes your credibility, uh, makes me question your credibility. Maybe his sources are playing with him. <laughs> but then that means you're just a mark in the, no the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's no much good. better. Like, you, at least Fightful's pretty accurate with their stuff. You know what I mean? Right, Even Sean Ross Sapp right. said that today. Like, Fightful right. is pretty accurate with their stuff, and they have a reputation. That's what I'm saying. It's like, if you're unsure, don't report it. And then you got people tweeting it out like it's the godsend. People are like, you see, Vince McMahon doesn't see anything in, in, uh, in Aleister Black. This is stupid. Vince McMahon's out so out of touch. But okay, whoa, 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 whoa. If you're going to say that, what about the reports that Aleister Black was in line for a push? By the way, this, this chat's pissing me off because I'm looking. And they're saying Billy Kay is the Marty Jannetty of the team. Talking about her and Peyton Royce, which is absolutely untrue. Hashtag <laughs> Billy Kay is bae. Let's get that trending right now. I'll put it in the chat right now. Hashtag Billy K is Bay. Because that that is exactly tweet it out right now. While you're while you're sitting here watching the episode live, tweet 
tweet out, tag me in it. Hashtag Billy K is Bay because it's 100% true. She's so talented. How dare you call her the Marty Janetti of the situation here? And people are saying Marty Kenny is Marty Janetti, which is definitely not true. Uh, Brandon wait, is the Marty Janetti. <laughs> Supposedly. Allegedly, Brandon. Okay? And <laughs> so if you noticed, I kind of stopped talking about Andrade because I wanted to kind of keep him separate here. Andrade. I have a problem because a lot of people are saying... That's there. No, no. Sorry. No, everyone's saying Brandon's <laughs> Bay. This is horrible. <laughs> so a lot of people are saying Andrade has all the tools and all the skills of an Eddie Guerrero, and I don't understand why Vince McMahon doesn't push him. I dead stop people right there. Okay? This might not be politically correct, but hear me out when I say it, okay? Do not fucking compare Andrade to Eddie Guerrero just because they're both, they both appeal to the Latin community. Here's what I mean by that. <laughs> Eddie Guerrero, I said, until somebody can talk their ass off the way Eddie Guerrero did, do not just put somebody in that category just because somebody's Spanish. Is that fair to say? Do you get what I'm saying? It becomes like, I get it. Like, so I get what the, it, it, everyone has good intentions because they're saying that the Latin community needs a hero again, like an Eddie Guerrero. So I get the, that the intention is good. But Andrade bluntly doesn't speak the best english right and that's fine but i'm saying to to put him in an eddie guerrero category is not fair to andrade andrade can be the first andrade and he can appeal to the latin community and he can appeal to that audience but don't compare him to eddie guerrero there can and might never be another eddie guerrero i get it i get but you know i guess the way to say it is like just comparing john cena stone cold steve austin do you see what I'm saying? It's like, that's not fair to say, because John Cena was completely different than Stone Cold Steve Austin. So you can't just say that, oh, Andrade is Eddie Guerrero, okay? No one can talk. Eddie Guerrero was at the point where people thought he should be an actor. Like, you know, he had that, like, Cheech, yeah, he had that Cheech and Chong yeah, kind of yeah. thing to him. Like, Cheech Marin, where he was kind of like, come on, Holmes, what are you doing, S.A.? Like, he had that thing to him. To the point where, like, People were like, Eddie Guerrero should star in movies. You know what I mean? Andrade, again, God bless him. It's not a knock, but he doesn't have that verbal skill. So to put him in that category with Eddie Guerrero and try to make him like he's going to be so over, if he doesn't have the ability to speak, he cannot get over. Okay? And uh, granted, that problematic? Do you think that's fair like to those wrestlers that maybe don't have the best English? It's just like they're at a disadvantage. They can't. Sort of so so I don't want anyone to think that this is a knock on someone not having the ability to, to fully speak English. I guess my point is the whole the whole point I'm trying to make is Eddie Guerrero transcended his community. Not only was he a hero in the Latin community, but he was just over. He was just over with anybody. And to put Andrade to, to say that Andrade is just going to get over with anybody with everybody, it's not fair. Eddie Guerrero was something special. Rey Mysterio is something special. Andrade is special, but he's not at that point yet. Trust me, there's a different feel when a Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero stepped in. So we're not there yet. And, and I asked this to people in the chat. Is there somebody that could fill that void right now on the roster that you see? You know? And people are saying, look at Brandon not being a total asshat. <laughs> Wait, what? No idea. <laughs> Uh, maybe, uh, oh, I know, Metalik. 
I think he's got what it takes. You know, you know I can give the Lucha Party the guys uh, actually yeah, some yeah. some credit because they they do have like this kind of like innate ability to connect with the crowd, even though they're given horseshit to kind of work with. <laughs> so yeah, as much as you're kind of joking, I could kind of see it at the same time. Uh, just don't give Kalisto a mic. Kalisto <laughs> speaks perfect English, but we we see that he is not going to when in the heat of the moment he's not going to do well. <laughs> he's gonna make a good um a good uh, uh lucha thing oh god damn it Woo! just go off still the highlight of the draft because you remember we <laughs> were sitting the best, there because if that you remember the election was that night at the same yeah. night as the draft and we were watching it so we had like two tvs that were getting like confused and we had like the internet because they were doing some internet drafts and then he yeah. cut that promo and it was almost like we were in a state of delusion already because we've been consumed so much multimedia and we're like did he just say what i think he said because that was he literally said i'm gonna make a good lucha thing and yeah <laughs> Oh, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> and uh nope, they can they can't I think right now unless they're booked right. Uh yeah. I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh actually a really good um a really good group is um holy crap, I'm going to butcher it, but uh Santos Escobar's group. So I can't I can't say Ligar oh, del yeah. Fantasma yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. they they're a good group. They're a very very strong group, I will say. Uh, and people are saying Kalisto needs to speak on the mic more. Uh, Brandon, random random topic from SmackDown. Oh, but no. I, it made me think of you because remember we had joked about this on the podcast about uh, Apollo. So Apollo started mentioning his ancestors and saying, you know, oh, no. my ancestors were freaking Nigerian uh, kings and queens. Uh, and they would have cut your tongue if you talked about them like that. Uh-huh. And I remember like <laughs> early on in the podcast where we joked about him being a Nigerian prince. <laughs> and I was like, oh my see? god, they might be running with this Nigerian prince gimmick. <laughs> because he's a, he turned yeah, heel. Something. He turned something heel. something work with. Yeah. You know, he did, again, he fully turned heel, so I mean, Brandon, we, That's... we, we might be owed, owed some royalties because we talked about yeah, him being a Nigerian you, bro, prince. Someone is listening, bro. Someone's listening Someone is to listening this to this podcast. stealing all the good ideas. Because we are booking WWE 2021 right now. We're booking it, man. We're the bookers. Fernando says Vince is too focused on third parties. Yes. He's focused on us. We're a third party. But speaking <laughs> of which, have you heard the report that's come out that says WWE is going to punish talent for mentioning third party charities and more on social media? I'm going to let you speak before I speak on this. Oh, what do you think? Uh, what, uh, Thanks for paying attention yeah, there, Brandon. Well, look, yeah. If they're, they're in control of the money now and he's tightening the reins, like he's got he's to gotta keep it. But now at least we know where, yeah, he's gonna keep it. He's gonna keep it legit. I mean, now that he's in charge of everything, and there's been sort of moving in that direction where they're sort of micromanaging everything, and so I guess that's just the the way it's got to be, man. Plus, everybody's apparently making a bunch of money off their third party sponsors. And stuff. Now, now remember, wait, 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 hold on, just to yeah. just to say it back because apparently your brain cut off while I was reading. Uh, it says WWE to punish talent mentioning third party charities. Oh, well, okay, charities. So specifically charities. How do you feel about them silencing charities? Yeah, well, I guess they could go. The WWE probably has sort of charities that they want to funnel things into. So you know, let the company handle that sort of thing. So I, I can, I can get with, I can, I can sort of understand that. I mean, it's lame, but I think, you know. I think people aren't using their heads on this, and this is kind of what I'm getting at. I think WWE is basically just loosening the slack here, or you know, tightening, tightening it. I should say. 
and uh, I think they're basically saying don't go fucking do charities without explicit permission from us. I think that's literally what they're saying. It's just like, let us know that you want to do this and we'll clear it for you. So again, I think people are reading this, reading into this too much. I think it's literally a situation where WWE is saying, look, we've let you do a lot of shit in the past, but now it's just getting ridiculous because if you start doing a charity for something that's not necessarily kosher, we can get in trouble for it with our sponsors. Let us fucking know that you're going to do something. So again, I don't necessarily think, I think again, this report reads like WWE's the devil. Whereas I think it's literally just a situation of, again, they're just trying to control everything and say, look, you work for us. You represent our brand. Just let us know that you're doing this. And yeah, they may not clear everything. But my point is, I think they're basically just saying, guys, you, you're not just just because you're an independent contractor doesn't mean you don't represent WWE. Just clear it because really look at what WWE's allowed people to do. I mean, freaking Sasha Banks was at NASCAR. Come on. Now. You know, they're, they let people do everything. That's just my thing. And um, so people are saying, yeah, there's been too many occurrences of idiots teaming with um, <laughs> say it, Brandon. Good. <laughs> with QAnon charities. Right. Uh, you know, it, it, it's just an example, but Hey, why you hate like QAnon charities? Well, right? shut up, charity. Brandon. Brandon, what did I say? We 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 literally have lost views because we started talking about stuff like that and then YouTube goes, uh so Brandon just cost me a million dollars. Thank you, Brandon. Got, this is why I, you I have got, to yeah. clear your comments with me. I'm just like Vince, damn it. Let me know what you're gonna say on air so you don't get us demonetized, brother. Yeah. And people are saying they are not, they're independent contractors, not employees. Isn't that what I just said? I said you're independent contractors, but you still represent the company. I did not say that they are employees of WWE, nor is WWE saying that. WWE is just saying, clear the shit with us. You represent us. Okay. That's all I'm saying. And people are saying episode in the mud. Yeah, might as well do nothing now, Brandon, because you've demonetized us. <laughs> But isn't that that's scary, man? I had no idea. I'm sorry. Yeah, we gotta watch what we say here. I, yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah, he was like, "Man, you're ruining our views. <laughs> We're getting shadow banned because you're talking about politics." <laughs> no, it's other crazy. Speaking of watching what you say, what about good old Jr. and AEW Dynamite calling Kenny Omega the WWE champion this week? <laughs> Whoops. What'd you think about that when he said going backstage with WWE champion Kenny Omega? He was just calling out the real champ, man. He said, Kenny is the, the champ. That's what he was saying. And man. I think Drew McIntyre, I don't remember exactly what he tweeted, but he tweeted out a picture of him uh, holding the WWE title and said, I beg to disagree. I think that's exa <laughs> the exact tweet. And it's cool that Drew McIntyre, uh, Drew McIntyre said, <laughs> it's true. Diego says, you told him to read the comment, by the way. Yeah, it's because yeah, I, wanted, I, wanted, right. I, I wanted to use this as an example. That's all. Um, but <laughs> yeah. Thank you, by the way, uh, Kfib Games for slapping on the thumbs up. And yeah, we need to get a hashtag cancel hashtag Billy K is Bay hashtag cancel Brandon Brown. Okay, <laughs> hashtag not down with the Brown. You remember D'Lo Brown's all saying down with the Brown. Uh, uh -huh. So, but anyway, getting back to it. So, uh, Jr. saying that it's funny. I loved it. I actually loved the temperament because uh, everybody had fun with it. People were tweeting myself included pictures of Kenny Omega with the WWE championship. And I'm saying stuff like, you know, this is your champion right here. JR yeah. tweeted it. You said, Hey, sorry, live TV. You know, you get caught in the heat in the moment. And that's all you had to say. The problem I had with the internet 
It's the people who said, you see, JR needs to hang it up. JR needs to do the, like, <laughs> JR's, this is like the 18th time he's messed up and all this. And it's like, we get it, guys. You don't like JR. We, we get it, but that's on you. That's obviously Tony Khan likes him. The people at AEW like him. And, uh, I like him. I mean, I majority of people like him. We were just taking yeah. the piss out of him because he did make a mistake. But nobody was coming, like, the general populace wasn't coming for JR, like, wanting his head on a stake at that point. Anybody that took it that far, I had more of a problem with you than anybody else. Yeah, try to like, do some live, like, commentating. That junk ain't we, easy, like, we're, do, we it's do hard. a live on a podcast every week, and we barely can stare at the camera as I, the <laughs> yeah. initiative that I said. Much... Much less uh, Jr., who's on TV for what two hours every single week. Man's in his seventies. You know what I mean? Like, give him some credit, man. And it's Jr. Jr. is one of the best commentators of all time. The fact that he's put in the work to be one of the best commentators of all time gives him the ability to mess up once in a while for us to forgive him. All right, like he can have fun. We're just we're at a point where if again, if you have a good mentality, you should just be thankful that we have Jr. Uh, to commentate because he should be retired and he should be just sitting on uh, somewhere in Jacksonville on the beach enjoying his retirement, but he's still commentating arguably one of the hottest wrestling shows uh, on cable TV right now. Okay. Um, and let me re- read this comment. 2021 JR is more funny. And now Lawler is serious. Times change. Kenny, Brandon, JR was serious back then. Lawler was hilarious. Yeah. You know, things changed. Absolutely. People, <laughs> I gotta read this comment because he's taking the piss out of AW here. JR is in the 70s. He should take a power bomb. <laughs> Dude, I think he could take a bump. JR's got it. JR couldn't take a bump at 30, much less 70. Uh, Hunter says, like, fuck, dude, he called WWE matches for almost 30 years. No shit, he will slip up and mention WWE sometimes. Yeah. And JR has more value slipping up and calling the company WWE than you people on Twitter who are just sitting there with trolling, pe- trolling people for no good reason. JR has my respect. You don't. Simple as that. <laughs> you know? Uh, and people, people saying JR versus Tully Blanchard. Well, let's, let's talk about that. So, for all intents and purposes, now I think he's going to be attacked and replaced. But for all intents and purposes, Tully Blanchard is going to be wrestling on AEW TV. Look at that. Uh, Sting is going to be wrestling on AEW TV. And that's why when people sit there go, calling Goldberg's old ass, again, quote unquote. <laughs> Go, get Goldberg's old ass off my TV. We're talking double standards here. I'm okay with the whole situation. Just, just FYI. I don't want anyone to think I'm coming after AEW. I'm coming after stands. All right. I'm coming after the people who take uh, their wrestling company a little bit too seriously because the wrestling companies don't take themselves that seriously. You have a situation where they're saying people who watch AEW and don't watch WWE are saying, well, look at Goldberg's old ass. You challenge him, blah, 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 for a title, blah, 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 blah. But you don't have a problem when Sting's in a marquee match. You don't have a problem when Tully Blanchard's in a friggin' old match. You're suddenly quiet. That shows a bias. That's what I have a problem with. Okay? Let's get on back in there, all right? Do it. <laughs> he, these cats can still go, man. Entertainment. <laughs> People saying WWE. <laughs> Welcome to AEWWE. Now we go to WWE champ Kenny Majid. Yes. I literally was tempted to post that clip and post a picture of me like holding a title afterwards because... <laughs> Right. It was funny. I, I'm going to use that clip somewhere. <laughs> now with WWE champion, Kenny. Um, 
But, How cool would it be if they like did like just like a one off and had, you know, Kenny Omega show up on Raw, you know, kind of like how they've been doing with uh, Impact and stuff like that would be pretty neat. I, I think but to be, this is and, and, and that gets us into a topic, I guess, that is not even on this list, which is literally um, people are like, well, I don't understand. WWE has Triple H just said WWE is willing to work with other companies, yet they're not they don't allow their talent to go to other shows. And my thing, it goes back to kind of remember that that topic I had about two weeks ago where I go, when you do too much cross-branding, is it special anymore? Hey, Fernando makes a point. Goldberg can easily do a match than fucking Tully Blanchard. That's kind of what I'm getting at. It's like, we got to be fair here. Goldberg's actually in magnificent shape. He had a good match, like a hard-hitting match with Drew McIntyre, and Drew McIntyre ended up winning. People, of course, had a problem with that. But you would have been even more upset if freaking Goldberg won the title. Um, getting back to it, though. Um, what was I saying, Brandon? I don't even remember. I'm all distracted with this internet. Why am I asking yeah, Brandon? Brandon? Brandon don't remember. Well, I, Brandon I, has I'm, no idea what I was saying. I'm coming back to it. It's, we're going to circle back to it. It's going to come to me. I swear. <laughs> just keep just keep thought. All right. Tully, shirtless, wrestling. Uh, You're watching the wheels turn, guys. Something that was in there. Oh, cross-branding. Too much. It's not special. You know, I had it in my head, but I just wanted to see how far you would take that, Brandon. Um, there go. I got so, it. But cross-branding. It's literally... What what does it do for WWE to work with anybody else? Right now. Here's my thing. If New Japan is working with AEW, AEW is working with Impact. If anything, WWE should probably work with ROH. Work with the company nobody else is working with, okay? Why is ROH the Brandon Brown of the of the podcast? Why does no one want <laughs> whoa, to work whoa, with whoa. ROH? Hold on a no way. Why is ROH worth a dollar to the <laughs> wrestling world right now? Because that's what I feel is going on. Uh, do you hear this? ROH fans out there? This guy. I was wearing an ROH like shirt him. earlier, which is funny, but um, uh, my my thing is like, it doesn't do anything for WWE to work with brands who are already working with other brands. I don't know. I guess my WWE's built their own cross branding platform. They have NXT. They have NXT UK. They're launching in India. Uh, NXT. They have obviously the main roster. Raw SmackDown. Um, they've literally done it in house. WWE basically said, "Okay, as opposed to having territories, why don't we have our own territories?" Okay. And Dr. NXT Scorpio says, what about Evolve? WWE could do things with Evolve. They are doing things with Evolve. They've been doing, they've been supplying Evolve with talent that is not necessarily working in WWE or NXT as much. And so they're letting talent go to Evolve and main event those shows. And they've been doing it for a while, but hey, because it's under the radar, WWE ain't doing shit. And then of course, everybody says, why is WWE getting involved with Evolve? They should not be involved with, with them because now it's just become WWE light. So it's like, well, I now do you not see that when WWE does something, you just critique it? WWE can't do right sometimes. Okay? And I'm not just a WWE mark. I'm a wrestling mark. But I call a spade a spade. And uh, it says it only exposes WWE fans to alternatives that could potentially take away viewers. It's kind of, That's kind of what I'm getting. It's like, it doesn't do anything for WWE. Um, in fact, I, I dare I say, I don't know if this will do anything for AEW. Mm. All right, so that that's kind of where I'm scared because it's you walk a thin line when you cross brand. Again, maybe I'm being pessimistic, but it becomes a situation where I feel like I don't necessarily want AEW to be devalued by working with other companies. Okay. 
Spangner Ross says, Brandon, who's bigger? Yeah. You or Kenny? Fuck what Kenny is talking about right now. <laughs> you know what? It's so weird. Like, I don't know. Is it okay for me? I'll just say, I'll just say, there's been certain, like, ladies, and they've, like, brought up, like, this dude's size. And I'm like, what? Like, where did that come from? And it's so random. What are you talking about? And I'm, yeah, like, uh, like uh, the people you've been with. Mention names. I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, you mention don't names. On air. Uh, uh, initials or something. Give but, me a hint. Yeah, yeah like, so, like, the ladies, uh, they're, you're, um, uh, the fiance, the fiance, I think. The I think former, she said something. Former. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Former fiance says something. I think uh, somebody else, someone else said something too, man. And I'm like, oh, like what is this? And plus, this guy, he was always like sending out selfies. Okay, <laughs> now we, yeah. Now we and stop. Everybody, so I mean, I wow. guess. Wow, Brandon, Brandon, slinging it, Brandon. We He's don't open it. the forbidden door. All right, this is the forbidden He's door. It's not open. Kenny Hammer. Yeah. So you, so, so basically, you were trying to get us demonetized before. Now we're right. definitely demonetized. No, this is we are one hundred percent demonetized. Like this is what this is explosive. No, this is explosive information. If it's true or not, that we should not be sharing on the internet. But speaking of which, we got the freaking yeah. exploding barbed wire match between Kenny Omega and John Moxley. How do you feel about this, Brandon? This is right up your alley here. Dude, this is great. You know what? It, uh, when I when I heard it, it made me think about this. I don't know why I watched it, but uh, I was on the YouTubes, and for some reason, I was watching Japanese women wrestling. Um, and they had this cool match, and they did. Uh, it was like a exploding barbed wire, like death match or something. It was crazy. It was cool how they like worked it because there was you're like nobody. The, I, I remember what you're talking about because she gets whipped into the ropes and it's just like yeah, yeah like, and then it like blows up. Yeah, and it's yeah, like I, oh I, god. I, I, I don't I don't pale. know the participants, yeah. but I've seen like uh, yeah, yeah, like get files of it. Um, yeah. No, but it reminds me of, like Terry Funk and uh, Mick Foley and FMW all FMW type matches and uh, you know you got the exploding uh, matches. Um, people saying uh, the Ritter effect right now, talking about uh, why you suddenly we're talking about my d size there thank you brandon <laughs> uh, on air and by the way if you ever have to ask yeah. if it's appropriate to talk about on air probably not right, so okay. for the record but um is this how john moxley gets put on maternity leave though <laughs> <laughs> no, no better way to write him off a of tv to go spend time with his wife and newborn child uh -huh. than to explode him on air <laughs> How, what do you what do you do if you're Renee Young, like like sitting at home, you watch your husband get exploded? Dude, it's it's still cool, man. This is like I think it's gonna be pretty awesome. This is where it has to go, right? It has to it, like where else can they go? Right? right, they've done it all. I mean, last yeah, they've, done it, they've all. done it. Was it two yeah. years ago at Revolution where they did that hardcore match, or was that last year? Because yeah, or yeah, that one that you uh, you were hating on. I don't, <laughs> I, no, 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 no. I wasn't hating <laughs> on it. It was a really good match. I said it went on too long. Well, yeah, I said yeah, for I got, being yeah, 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 right, hard hitting yeah. matches should never go on long. I guess that's my point of view because after a while, it's almost like it's too much. It's too much violence, if that makes sense. Like Goldberg, for example, was hard hitting, right? The Goldberg Drew McIntyre match, and it was short. It was perfect. Again, I think I told you the Mick Foley um, Undertaker match was all of like what 10, 15 minutes, not even. Mm -hmm. And it was it's regarded as one of the best, if not the best, Hell in a Cell matches of all time. So I mean, it's not a situation of 
did the match suck? No, but it was like once we hit that 15 minute mark and it was like a 45 minute match. It was like, it was too much. My opinion. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, like they've, like you said, they've pretty much done it all. Like this is, this is like the next step. This is like the next thing they can do that I think would be interesting, you know, match. So I, I'm actually looking forward to this match, you know, on the card, you know, as far as, far as, you know what's the count man yeah and it's funny it's funny the chat saying kenny versus moxley for the fourth time no complaints i mean I, i'm the same way and that oh but when Ro- owens faces roman you know it's a complaint i can understand <laughs> where people are coming from because they have gotten away from the moxley kenny omega stuff for a little bit kind of giving them a little side fuse and then kind of bring them back does that make sense so i kind of get where they're coming from but at the same time yeah i disagree with kenny i'm sorry with uh kevin owens and and roman reigns being a bad match i mean they've had just nothing but good matches um do you think wwe will kind of try to do something like equivalent with like reigns and owens like in a hardcore gimmicky thing if anything they already did that didn't they with the last man standing i mean yeah, i mean right. so for all intents and purposes you know a lot of people always tweet that aew or wwe's copying aew right and if you were that type of toxic fan i can see people tweeting out oh you know they're doing a barbed wire match to respond to the last man standing i, I don't know i guess people get toxic maybe i should just get out of that whole <laughs> mentality but you know what i mean um, but no, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great main event. Revolution's actually shaping up to be uh, a really, really good pay-per-view. Really, really good pay-per-view. Um, let me read some of this. They've been having a great feud. Um, they've, and it hasn't been consistently pushed down our throats. And that's, yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. Uh, Matthew, can I call you Matthew? Want to say, hear me yell, let's stay instead. What do you, do? people having these sidebar conversations in the <laughs> chat? Um, but Brandon, you know, yeah. we've, we've been friends for years, right? Would what? you would you ever betray me? Would you ever turn on me? <laughs> it depends. I mean, like for $2 million, probably. I'm just so. saying, would you do what Adam Cole did to Kyle O'Reilly on Valentine's Day of all places? Oh, man, that was pretty harsh on Valentine's Day. Did not but, see that coming. Yeah. Well, you didn't, well, yeah. Yeah, I guess. They, they did a good job, like, when they're, like, Stand there in the ring, and you kind of think it's going to end and doing the post thing, but then, like, bam, bam, yeah, he hits him, hits him. And uh, it, it's funny because I, I anticipated it the whole time, and it still shocked me, shocked my wow. system, yeah. if you will. Because, <laughs> um, like, it's like I saw it coming because I was like literally like thinking to myself, oh, oh, Adam Cole's going to get pissed because Kyle O'Reilly's being too nice to like Finn Balor, and it's kind of like, why are you going to be friends with the champion? Fucking go after the championship, you bitch. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. And then sure enough, he hit Finn Balor. And I'm like, okay, we see something now. And then boom, he hit Kyle O'Reilly. And I did not see that coming. Um, Great ending to a pay-per-view. It's kind of time for the Undisputed Era. It's always good to break up a group when they're hot than to break a group up when they've kind of lost their edge. Um, Because then you have to go the quiet breakup route. Whereas like right now you had the steam of like a shield. You know where they were they had momentum and then you break them up i just want to know what bobby fish was thinking about all this sitting at home where's bobby uh, fish is he injured can somebody tell me in the chat where the fuck is the bobby fish COVID or something the Hope covid yeah. if anything kyle o'reilly should be on tv then because he's the one that's got you know the diabetes and things like that but we'll get into that that'll be the last thing we talk about um but nxt takeover felt like a freaking pre-pandemic pay-per-view and it was absolutely amazing but here's the topic I want to talk about. Um, we have two new signings for WWE. 
Uh, one being Taya Valkyrie has been reported to sign with WWE. That's the real life wife of John Morrison. Uh, Taya Valkyrie last seen on Impact Wrestling. You know, um, that's a coup for WWE. People saying Kenny super kicked my heart on V Day. Be jealous, Brandon. <laughs> Uh, so apparently yeah Bobby apparently people tell me Bobby Fish is hurt again that sucks Uh, but Taya Valkyrie coming to WWE I think is the right move Um, I think hey you know she could have benefited AEW could have benefited from her but at the same time WWE is definitely going to benefit from her Um, so I think that that is a huge huge signing Um, the other one though that did not because that was reported on Sunday all of a sudden I'm watching and and it's funny because I never watched the pre-show for wrestling pay-per-views never i was tuned into nxt takeovers pay-per-view and i was literally typing on my phone like i said i was doing pre-approvals for mortgages things like that typing on my phone typing on my computer i look up and i'll be damned if i if eli drake's not suddenly on my screen the former (laughs) eli drake and eli drake's sitting there going all of a sudden saying let me talk to you starts cutting this promo and he goes you know it's like la night so all i want to say is WWE has changed this man's name to LA Knight. You ever seen like Mike Brandon? Do you remember the basketball team in there? <laughs> no. was, they were called the LA Knights. Uh, you know who who was uh <laughs> you know who starred in uh like Mike? Bow Wow. Oh Bow Wow. Oh WWE wow. has taken a name from Bow Wow and given it to Eli Drake. Maybe that's something <laughs> we should be thinking about. Maybe Bow Wow's L-A working with Yeah. But my thing is, LA Knight is going to be one of the biggest stars in WWE. And people are like, oh, I don't trust WWE. I've told this to people. LA Knight, Eli Drake, is not one of those guys that you can deny. He's one of those guys that when you tune in for, you tune in, you tune in for him, no matter what <laughs> brand he's on. And I made this comparison. I said, he's kind of like The Rock mixed with uh, Mr. Kennedy. And that is a very strong thing to say. And people were like saying, whoa, oh, well, like the Miz is like that. And I said, no, 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 no. As talented as the Miz is, the Miz is not that guy. Here's a guy, the Miz is kind of like, he plays an annoying heel role good, but LA Knight's the kind of guy where you just put a mic on him and he just talk. And there's just such an intangible to him that you just pay attention. He's got that it quality. Again, not a shot at the Miz, but uh, the Miz reminds me more of a Jericho. Okay? Uh Whereas um, LA Knight reminds me more of The Rock. And when he was sitting there telling Wade Barrett, he's like, you know, you better, if you don't stop cracking that smile, you know, I'll I'll take you out of retirement just to put your ass back in kind of thing. Uh, Just the way he said it was so good. So quick. And saying that NXT is now the brand. He literally, to me, NXT got put on the map as soon as he showed up. And then they had a show that completely was a reset button for NXT. So to me, NXT is on the up and up and it showed in the ratings because I think it was like 714,000 to like 766 or something like that. NXT versus AEW, 200,000 more people tuned into to NXT. So that was a shot in the arm. That takeover definitely was a shot in the arm. To, oh, was uh, it because the impeachment trial was <laughs> Once again, Brandon's trying to get us what? Word oh, of the crap. episode? Demonetized. Okay. That would have been. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Thanks, Brandon. I'm going to directly <laughs> blame you if we don't get views. So, <laughs> but I compared him to The Miz, right? The Miz, let's talk about this because the IWC again, and we're, we got one more topic before our main event here. 
So the Miz is the Money in the Bank holder, and a lot of people had a problem with the fact that the Money in the Bank holder was in the Royal Rumble and was given an opportunity in the Elimination Chamber. WWE, I don't know if they had this planned all along, but they literally had the Miz come out and say, I don't need to be in this chamber because I am the freaking Money in the Bank winner. I'm taking myself out. And then people had a problem with that. If you had a problem with the Miz, quote unquote, in Kayfabe being in these matches, how the fuck do you have a problem with them correcting it? Even if it was a, a, a like, oh shit, you know what? It doesn't make sense for him to be in and we're fixing it. How do you not give them credit for that? And two, I think it was planned all along. I think they knew they were taking the Miz out of the situation because they wanted to get some matches on Raw. They wanted to get John Morrison versus Kofi Kingston, tease a little bit of a Kofi Kingston, uh, Kofi Mania 2, do these things. Yet people still had a problem because I get it. Miz was in the money in the bank or is the money in the bank. I get it. He shouldn't have matches, but doesn't having the money in the bank kind of kayfabe make him the number one contender? Why is he not in the title scene at that point? So what, you're just not going to book him until he wins the title? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, if he's your next it guy, and, and there's a possibility, if we, if we look at wrestling as a business, we look at wrestling as a business, right? Let's say it's all real, okay? You're a general manager, or you're Adam Pierce, you know, WWE representative. Why the fuck wouldn't you put a guy who's holding a anomaly, holding a game changer in their hand, where they can cash in at any time, why wouldn't you promote that guy? Because he could very damn well be your face of the promotion in a couple months. So in, again, in kayfabe, why wouldn't you be putting this guy into these matches? He's your cash cow, right? I, and and we wouldn't have been complaining if it was Otis. We're complaining because it's The Miz because he's a heel. So I guess my point is like I think people work themselves... But they don't work themselves in the right way where they approach wrestling as if it were real. And if it was a business and if you were promoting The Miz, what would you do? Right? Which makes The Miz look like a dick. We promoted you in the chamber, but you're not going to compete because you think it's safer for you to not compete. Makes Miz look like a dick, which is perfect. Which He's a heel. He's supposed to be like that. Brandon, you here? Yes, I'm here. I'm looking at the camera. No, you're not. You're literally looking at the comments. You think, I, you com- think I'm stupid? <laughs> no, you can tell. Of course I can, Brandon. Because a lot of people don't understand that people, other people can tell subtleties. Brandon doesn't understand that I can see when his eyes are darting. When there's like a, a pretty girl about 15 mile, 15, one mile this way, and Brandon, instead of paying attention to me, is looking this way. I understand. <laughs> I can see that, Brandon. Um, when Kenny said cash cow, right? Um, but yeah, again, that's just in kayfabe, right? In kayfabe, the guy who might be your WWE champion, promote him, okay? And Dr. NXT Scorpio saying, people on Twitter always work themselves into a shoot and it's hilarious. <laughs> Let's get there, okay? Um, well, I guess, you know, before we get there, uh, uh-huh. Since since it's only a couple matches, let's talk about Elimination Chamber. Let's talk about the card for the Elimination Chamber, okay? And before we pull that up, I will talk about a quick topic, which is Bo Dallas and I guess Liv Morgan are dating. Uh, Dave Meltzer has reported that, and they're going to start a real estate business together. Now, I reported, I went on Twitter, and uh, Hollis will, will uh, probably perk up when I say this. I went on Twitter and I said, how the hell do people assume that Bo Dallas and Liv Morgan are dating? 
And the reason I said that was not because of the reports. It was because there were tweets going out that said, Bo Dallas and Liv Morgan are starting a business. Are they dating or something? So according to people on Twitter, if you are starting a business together, you have to be dating. Brandon, we have a, I was, that's exactly what I was going to ask. I was like, Brandon, we have a podcast together. Does that mean we're dating? I guess so. I don't know. How does this work? Do I have to like, do we have to be in a, Do we have to be in a relationship just to be on camera together? Yeah. Was this OnlyFans? This ain't an OnlyFans. This is a wrestling podcast. My point is, obviously, yes, they are dating. And that, that wasn't my point. The point was the people who did not read the reports. How the hell can you just assume that people are dating off of an arbitrary thing like starting a business together. Okay? But that being said, when I posted, everyone was like, well, there's reports. I said, that's not the point. That's not exactly what I was saying. And uh, look look at Matt Ritter of Smackin' It Raw podcast asking me to start a business together. Yes, you can film <laughs> and I will post on my OnlyFans. Which, but I do have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Kenny for your thoughts if you want to help us out. More content to come soon. Um, <laughs> Kenny and Brandon are bumping butts. <laughs> um... Never saw those posts. I just saw people say, yo, Bo's fucking live. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I believe in that man because of what he's doing. But anyway, Brandon, uh, oh, Elimination Chamber. Yes. Let's hit the matches here. Go ahead. Hit the matches. All right. This is a WWE website. So don't yell at me if they change something. All right. Brandon, I'm just looking at this Brandon, right We're going to yell at you anyway because you didn't right. have it prepared like you should have. All right. So here we go. We got Raw Women's Champion. Oscar versus Lacey Evans. So this match not has not yeah. been officially canceled yet. Uh, uh, Papa Dave, Dave Meltzer, is reporting that uh, it is canceled. But you know, my thing is, and and I I wanted to talk about this. I actually talk a little bit about this on something I'm doing on Sunday. Uh, so pay attention to social media on Sunday because I might be in a on someone else's YouTube channel, somebody who has its WWE affiliation, uh, just so we're aware. That's my little tease right there. Uh, people are saying that you're about to say Kota Ibushi again. Um, <laughs> but my thing is, where was the, where were they going with this? Because to me, what was going to happen was Lacey Evans was going to beat Asuka for the women's title, take it to Mania, maybe face Charlotte. So... If that is if that was the game plan for Mania, I don't think it's responsible to just put like Peyton Royce to sub in for Lacey Evans because to me you don't take this match off. There's only like four matches announced for Elimination Chamber as it is. Um, to me, I would say you have two ways of going about this. My opinion, depending on what they want to do, you either put Charlotte in that match to win the title, and then have her face Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania because it would make complete sense for Rhea Ripley to win that title back? Or do you hotshot Rhea into this angle, have her win off of Asuka, which I don't know if that necessarily does anything for, for her, for Asuka, I should say, hmm. and then face Charlotte at Mania? That to, me, to me, a good backup plan for Mania is to do Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair again. Okay. Now, the other side of the coin there, thank you for responding, by the way, Brandon. You're very responsive tonight. Yeah. You're like freaking. I, love the idea. Brand, I told Brandon <laughs> to stare at the camera, but for, for, okay, apparently to Brandon, what that meant was to not talk. So like, you now know, I, I understand I why the stripper was that. uncomfortable. That's why she was. No, no. That's why she was uncomfortable was because you were just staring and not talking. But <laughs> <laughs> my, 
my thing is, where do you go with this? So if she's not, hey, you know, what if she's not pregnant? And then you, you turn this into a story. Did you just knock your mic down? <laughs> I don't know what happened there. But yes, go on. Yes. So if if Lacey's not pregnant, what do you do here? You know, you just have her come in, win the title. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, People are saying losing to Lacey does nothing for Asuka either. Mm. You're people. People focus too much on the result of the match and not how we got there. And what I mean by that is obviously Ric Flair would do something to Asuka trip her up so that Lacey Evans could win the title. What I'm saying in the Rhea Ripley situation is it does nothing for Rhea for the simple reason that you can't have a babyface beat a babyface with shenanigans. So now you're going to have Asuka eat the pinfall by normal means. That's when I say it does nothing for Asuka. However, when you have a heel like Lacey Evans win with a big boot because Ric Flair went and it tripped Asuka's leg on the rope... Now Asuka has an out for why she lost the title. And again, people put too much merit in wins and losses as opposed to how we got there. Okay? That's just to fully elaborate. That's what I'm saying. So it does nothing for Rhea to win it off of Asuka because she's going to freaking bury Asuka by just winning clean. That's exactly what I'm getting at. I think Charlotte Flair would be better because Charlotte, Ric Flair can come out. This is, again, we, we go back to yeah. shenanigans. Ric Flair can go and trip her. Tripaska, and then Charlie goes, "What the fuck are you doing?" And Rick goes, "I'm helping my baby. I'm helping my baby out." And Charlotte's just like, "What are you doing, old man?" You know that sort of thing. Now we can get there. So that's my point. So that just to fully elaborate, my mind goes into that that kind of train of thought. Okay. So anyway, next match, Brandon. Booking it. All Book right. it, baby. We got United States Champion Bobby Lashley versus Kenny's favorite. Keith Lee also versus Riddle. Triple threat match. This is where, and triple threat matches always make me go, you know what? Why don't we have a situation where Keith Lee beats Riddle for the title? Because then Bobby Lashley doesn't eat the pinfall. Keith Lee gets uh -huh. the title. You can do more with him. I think you have a situation where Riddle is a kind of a jokey kind of character. You can have him lose. It, he doesn't get hurt by it. Lashley gets hurt by losing. So get that title on freaking Keith Lee. That's all I'm saying. And he's been kind of start and stop with his push. So right. it's like you need to kind of take him there for Mania. If he's not going to have, be, have, be in the WWE title match, you got to get him there somehow. Card. Yeah, let him, let him work his way So up. let's talk to Chambers. We got two Chamber matches here, Brandon. For, let's start off with the Raw Raw Chamber. Oh, a little Raw action. Alright. WWE Champion, Drew McIntyre mm -hmm. versus Jeff Hardy versus Randall Keith Orton versus AJ Styles versus Kofi Kingston versus Sheamus. Elimination Chamber. To me, if you don't have Drew McIntyre win, there's something wrong. Because really? he's, the, he's the WWE champion. At the end of the day, there should be no reason for him to lose. The only way he can lose is if Sheamus costs him the title. Okay. But then you have a situation where who becomes WWE champion? Oh. Because if Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre is not for the WWE championship at Mania, because I think we all know that's kind of where the match where they're going with, right, for Mania, perhaps. If it's not for the title, who's WWE champion? Randy Orton? Randy Orton? Yeah. 
Styles would still be cool. Randy Orton can, has, has Styles won the WWE? My point is, my point. Yeah, of course he's won the his first title he won was the WWE Championship. Oh, Brandon, sure. holy crap! You're on a wrestling podcast. You're in rare form. Fan. Wait, wait, hold on one second. <laughs> Let me pull this up because Brandon has the nerve to tell me that he is not worth one dollar. However, he has not gotten one wrestling fact correct tonight. I just want to say that for the record. All right? $5, Kenny. $1, There's Brandon so Brown. Belts. I'm mixing them up, man. Of course, AJ Styles won the WWE Championship in the first six months. He wore them from back in back Backlash 2016 from Dean Ambrose. There. That's how much of a wrestling encyclopedia I am. Okay, Brandon? Yeah. Okay? September 2016. All right? All right? Now, going back to it. That was actually nine months, so I apologize. Yeah, people saying, Brandon, get off the air. Please, for love of God, get me somebody. It's like talking It's like talking to a blank piece of paper. Look, nothing on it. Look, all right? So, <laughs> my thing is, again, if you give it to AJ Styles, let's take your point away, but if you give it to AJ Styles, who's AJ feuding with? Kamania. Who's strong enough to be a WWE champ in a WWE championship feud? The only person I think is Randy Orton. It really, it really is, because Randy Orton can feud with who? Ding, 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 The Fiend. You have the Fiend versus Randy Orton for the WWE title at Mania. I think we're, we're all for that. You know, but they can always change it with Fastlane too. So. They can change it at Fastlane. I agree with that. But at the same time, it's like, unless there's shenanigans afoot, if you have your WWE champion lose at, Rus at, at the Elimination Chamber, I think something's wrong. I think Drew McIntyre takes it to Mania. But again, maybe it's wishful thinking. But I said the same thing about Goldberg, and he got through Goldberg. But in kayfabe, I guess that's where I'm at, right? In kayfabe, if Drew McIntyre could beat Brock Lesnar and beat Goldberg, why the hell couldn't he win the Elimination Chamber? So Sheamus would have to absolutely like like castrate that man on air for him to ha lose that match. Just saying. But hey, let's see. Go to the SmackDown Elimination Chamber. Here we go. We got Owens versus Brian versus Cesaro versus Uso versus Zayn. Versus Corbin. The good thing about this one, there's so much of just big question mark right here. Uh, so much of a question mark right here because it's like, wh which way could you really go? To me, you have Daniel Bryan win it. I mean, if I had to absolutely pick, because Daniel Bryan. See, I don't know if he should be wasted though. It's like one of those things where you could take this guy to Mania if you wanted to. But hey, hey, for all intents and purposes, we don't know where Edge is gonna go. So for all intents and purposes, what if Edge is challenging Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship? And then on the SmackDown side of things, you can have Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns. We don't know. In my heart of hearts, if you're asking me, you're holding a gun to my head and you say, pick. I think we have a situation where uh, Daniel Bryan's going to win. He's going to lose because of like Jey Uso or something to Roman Reigns. And then Edge will challenge Roman Reigns uh, at WrestleMania. And maybe Daniel Bryan can get slotted to Jey Uso as, as a feud. It still works, yeah. And that's definitely big for Uso. Like, that's huge, like, matchup, man. Brandon, take, um, I take the initiative away. Don't stare at the camera anymore. Because you're so focused on staring at this camera that you're refusing to talk to me. I feel, I feel like a neglected girlfriend right now. <laughs> it's like you're staring at the football game. And I'm sitting here trying to talk to you. Tell you how, how my day is. And you refuse to talk to me. I still, you're still my bae. At the end of it all. 
<laughs> Boom, Kenny for writer, please. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hit that thumbs up <laughs> if I should be writer. Um, I want yeah, Hunter saying I want Jay to win. I would love that too because I would love for their feud to culminate at WrestleMania. But it's like they haven't teased a, a, a dissension in the ranks, um, so I don't think we're going with Jay Uso at all. Uh, Jay Uso versus Daniel Bryan seems to make more sense, or Jay Uso versus Kevin Owens. You know, we can get that too on the pre-show because we know how WWE will put that. Then again, there's two nights of Mania, right? All right. Yeah. So again, I think we just covered that. It, literally, that's the elimination chamber. That is the whole pay-per-view. And this, just so we know, this is the last pay-per-view on the WWE Network. Next one, Fastlane, is actually going to be on Peacock. So let's see how that goes. Um, people said, I think some sort of interference or something will happen to have Jay win and then pick finger poke of doom moment with Roman. <laughs> uh, that's actually a really good scenario. Because then it's like... Roman cheats for for Jay to win, okay? And then uh, Roman literally just goes, boom, and then they laugh, ha ha ha, and then out comes Edge and says, son of a bitch, you think it's that easy? Well, it's not going to be that easy at WrestleMania because I'm challenging you, and I'm coming for your title, and I'm coming for everything that you have because you represent what's wrong with this company, and I've come back to take your title. You know, that sort of thing. And Edge can really have that passion. You know, he has. Uh, people are saying, I'm personally not a fan of Daniel Bryan. Please get out of my chat. <laughs> Please leave. Not in the uh, top five. Get the fuck it's out of my chat, Brandon. Not there. No, that's it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, how can you not be a fan of Daniel Bryan? All right. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Wait, Fernando says, so Kenny's the woman in every relationship. Whoa. What's wrong? What, <laughs> what, what is wrong with, with, with that? Okay. Um, yeah. What about the women's tag title match? They just added that. Yes. So Brandon was going off the old list. Remember, uh, he did say that. Um, but they did add, uh, was it Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, I think, uh, versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Um, I think that's good. Um, I think it's because obviously we know Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair are going to fight. So, I mean, it's a good little teaser to put them as a tag team before we you, you get there. You know what I mean? Um Shout out to Reginald, by the way. Reginald's been the hit, the sleeper hit of the women's division. Ironically enough, he beat Nia Jax on freaking SmackDown. How insane is that? All right. Reginald, says, he, do she you, doesn't feel bad. You should feel bad. Uh, Daniel Bryan is what's good in this world. He promotes organic things. I mean, did you see the new T-shirt that he had on? Come on, now. don't come for Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's awesome. Yeah, we're kicking, we're kicking Hollis. Okay. No, wait, wait. Isn't she like she's the one that does the kicking, right? She, yeah, she's the moderator of this. So yeah, <laughs> ironically enough. Well, Brandon, that leads us yes. to our main event because I, I do have something to say about this. Have you heard about this uh, whole Kyle O'Reilly situation that happened on NXT? And hit me up in the chat if you're excited with this. Hit me with the thumbs up. This is the one I've been waiting to talk about all night, Brandon. Okay, Brandon, no, get lively. No, no. Get take a deep breath. Slap your chest. There, not your mic, your chest. There we go. Get get the get the blood flowing. All right, because you look like right. somebody who needs a diabetic patient who needs a cookie. Okay, you, you look like your sugar's <laughs> low. Well, we're talking about Kyle O'Reilly, who's a diabetic. Okay, yeah. What what's going on here? Is this real? Or what's going on? Yeah, Hollis, please kick yourself. Kick yourself out of this chat. <laughs> so here's the situation. So Kyle O'Reilly, uh, Adam Cole comes out, attacks Finn Balor, attacks Kyle O'Reilly, throws him into the stairs, things like that. The situation is that Kyle O'Reilly was down as NXT ended. Adam Cole's holding up the title. Everything goes off air like that. Reports came out. Somebody said 
that Kyle O'Reilly had a seizure as he went as NXT was off the air. Triple H came out and they stretchered him out. Okay, so now this got to a point where people were saying, what's going on? I hope Kyle O'Reilly is all right. Well, people are saying started reporting, oh, Kyle O'Reilly had a seizure. So now when people started reporting Kyle O'Reilly had a seizure, it got to the dirt sheets. Dirt sheets are reporting Kyle O'Reilly had a seizure. They're starting to report that he's not responsive right now. They're starting to report that Adam Cole is in the hospital with Kyle O'Reilly. Once those reports come out, you got, you know, and no offense to them, you got his peers. You got Mia Yim. I remember specifically seeing her. You got some other people. I can't remember who, but they're tweeting out prayers for Kyle O'Reilly. So this all started blowing up. I tweeted out a picture. I said, people, if this is, I, I, again, you know how I, I act in these situations. I said, people, if this is real and you are tweeting out pictures of the man being stretchered out, God forbid he dies and you have pictures, God forbid something like that happens and you have pictures of this man laying prone on a stretcher on the internet, on your account, it's going to look horribly irresponsible. Then I also tweeted out a picture cropped, again, crop being the key word here, that showed in the corner of those pictures that were posted that there was a big WWE camera in Kyle O'Reilly's face this whole time. And I said, if this was a real-life situation, again, hopefully it is not, is how I said this. Hopefully, if it's not a real-life situation, I mean, we do see that there are WWE cameras filming this right now. So maybe it's not. Maybe it's just a work. People are like, well, that's sick if WWE would would work with us with a seizure. Okay, I understand where you're coming from, but let's hope for all intents and purposes, it is a work. People were coming at me. Now I'm enemy number one. They're telling me you need to delete that picture. Don't post pictures of this. I said, did you click the picture? Or did you just assume it off the crop because you've seen the other picture, right? People working themselves. They see the tip of the iceberg, but they're seeing all of the the rest of the picture because they've seen it. I said, I'm not tweeting out the picture. I'm tweeting out the fact that there was a freaking cameraman in there. Well, delete this. I said, well, you need to be more respectful of how you talk to me. No, no. Well, you've deleted it already because I did. I was like, you know what? Just in case. Fuck it. It's not important to me. And well, you've deleted it. So it's not important to talk about. I said, no, it is important to talk about the respect level you showed me. And they're like, well, if, you, if you're going to be that sensitive, I said, the irony is you're being sensitive, calling me sensitive. So I'm going sh- to shout out names, but it's irony when people project that, right? Obviously, I was being responsible. I'm not going to show a man lying prone on a stretcher just in case there is a seizure going on in this picture, okay? I just pointed out there is a fucking WWE camera in his face. Why do you think they're filming him? If that man was seizing on a stretcher, do you think they put a camera in there? That's all I was speculating, is all I was saying, okay? Now, fast forward, we start getting the reports from the little bit more accurate, you know, Sean Ross Saps, again, shout out to him, talking about, um, you know, Fightful saying, hey guys, just so you know, it was reported that it was a work, uh, that there was never, you know, Ryan Satin specifically, I remember, said this, it was never intended to look like a seizure, uh, he was just, it was just a stretcher job. And people were being irresponsible with how they're tweeting it. As soon as that went out, I was pissed off as all hell at everybody involved for the simple reason that nobody and a majority of people, when I say nobody, I don't want to work in infinites, but majority of people were not being responsible with this situation. You have a situation where Kyle O'Reilly 
who he is, by the way, you know, he's an amazing seller. He takes a shot to the stairs, so he goes like this, right? And he's down. And you've seen wrestlers twitch and stuff, you know, when they get hit, okay? That's how people sell. And he got stretchered out, and they tried to make it look like a real situation. People are like, well, I don't understand. If Why would they do this off air? As if they don't film things for WWE.com. As if they don't film things for social media, WWE exclusives, things like that. People were saying, I don't understand. Good, you didn't understand. That was the problem. Someone tweeting out that this man had a seizure is what caused the situation. Don't come for WWE. People were tweeting out, WWE is sick for doing this situation. WWE never said he had a seizure. WWE never posted footage of this. Someone, part of the internet wrestling community, irresponsibly tweeted out that Kyle O'Reilly had a seizure. Take responsibility for the fact that you got fucking worked over this shit. I took responsibility. I said, hey, I thought I started seeing all these reports from people. I was texting people that went to NXT. And I was asking them, is this shit real? Because I'm getting worried. Didn't get responses that night because, you know, it was late. You know, people in bed. But I'm like, hey, sorry to bother you. Is this real? I got worked. And I'm willing to say I was concerned. And here's the thing. People work in extremes, right? So you had the other crowd that came in and said, well, I knew it was a fucking work this whole time. People were being little bitches. And I said, no, no, no. I said, you don't get to speak. I said, no, no, you don't get to speak because you're that kid in the corner. I knew this shit was fake. That means you don't have compassion. I'm not faulting people for believing it. All right. People had compassion for a man that they thought had a seizure. People had compassion for a man that they thought was having a real life episode here. Okay. That was not the problem. Okay. So for you to not have compassion about him, I think you're just as guilty as every one of them stupid fucks who had a problem with WWE doing this angle again. One more time, someone tweeted out the shit and you believed it. Okay? Kyle O'Reilly decided to respond in kayfabe, which was amazing, saying, hey, I was banged up and hurt, but I'm okay, guys. Great way to go about it. Okay? People in the chat saying, I do admit that for a second when I heard about, uh, about it the first time, I thought he did. And that's okay. I've told people, I said, no one should feel bad. I want everyone to not misconstrue what I'm saying. Because someone said, I feel like an idiot, man. I got worked. I said, no one. I said, don't feel like an idiot. I said, the fact that you were able to have that amount of compassion for a human being and be that vulnerable and start tweeting out that you're worried about him. Don't ever feel stupid for having compassion for somebody that you thought was in danger. What you should feel stupid about is having the nerve to continue to tweet from an angry position because you got worked. Does that make sense? So when you're tweeting out like, fuck WWE, there's this insensitive angle. Again, I, I was reminding people, you know, and I, I, I understand it. A lot of people were saying, look, I know someone that died from a seizure and it was not a pleasant thing to see. And, and this, this is, and I goes, guys, I agree with you. I, I, and I, I said it again, I said it with compassion. I'm not, I wasn't coming after people that talk like that. I said, I'm sorry that you had to live through that. And I'm sorry that you went through that situation. Please understand that WWE never said it was a seizure. The only person that said it was a seizure was the person that posted the picture from the NXT live event. And that's where the irresponsibility lies. The irresponsibility lies with the IWC in this situation. And this is where I go back to the theme of this episode, where we talk about irresponsible tweeting. One report, one tweet is what set off 
a Wednesday night catastrophe on the internet where people's feelings were, were being played with. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be so fucking blunt right now, and I'm going to let this out. I had an aunt dying in a hospital bed that was on my mind that whole night. Unfortunately, she did pass away yesterday, okay? I was, my heart was with my cousins and, and things like that for, for what's going on. God rest her soul. And I'm sitting there, like, pissed off because, like, my thing was, like, people are getting worked. And they're talking about all this triggers and this anxiety. And I didn't go there. I had death on the mind and I wasn't going there. Why the fuck are you going there? That is your fault that you're going there in your mind. Okay? And then Hunter says it best. Honestly, I don't have a problem with it because there was no seizure angle to begin with. Do you see the summary of the situation? People were saying, well, it's the seizure I had a problem with. There was no seizure. He sold. He sold that he got fucked up on the stairs. So now are you are you now you know again going too far with this cancer culture shit sometimes? Are we going to have a situation where now wrestlers can't sell the way they want to and show grimace and pain and make you feel make you feel like him? If anything, I say like this, I'm like kudos to Kyle O'Reilly because that means he sold his ass off to the point where people got worked. Let's go back to old territory days. People were fucking blinded and things like that, had their eyes gouged and things like that. And nobody came for them. They were just entertained. Guys, be happy that we could get worked in 2021. I was actually really happy after all it was said and done. I was relieved. I was like, this guy is okay. That's all that, that matters. And we got worked. And I'm willing to take responsibility for it. Maybe you should too. Do you think there was enough sort of controversy sort of generated by this to where they might actually oh you know rein in this kind of selling no sort of thing this so is, you think it's just a it's just a small but, but this board. goes back this goes back to brand a small remember i said the iwc is a small vocal minority only the iwc had a problem with it the iwc is a fraction of a fraction wwe doesn't people were saying wwe should make a uh, release a statement i said absolutely not wwe didn't do any wrong in this Okay? Absolutely nothing wrong. They didn't trigger a seizure for somebody else. It was this man that tweeted this out. Again, I'm going back to it. A man tweeted it out. Just like if Papa Dave reports something and you got worked on it, you don't come for WWE for Papa Dave reporting an erroneous statement. People get worked for the wrong things. Okay? That's all I'm saying. That's just, Again, the summary of the episode is... Literally, the IWC needs to watch what they tweet. I saw it with the Lacey Evans stuff. They were saying this is stupid, blah, blah, blah. They were talking about pregnant women, pregnancy angles being insensitive. Come to find out she's actually pregnant. And I said, you're all going to eat your words if she's actually... I said that. You're going to eat your words if she's actually pregnant. And she was. Uh, supposedly. So even, even now I say supposedly because I'm being responsible because if on Sunday she comes out and kicks Asuka in the face, I'm like, oh shit, I got work. That was awesome. Can we, not ha can we have fun in the wrestling community? Can we like this thing called wrestling? Or is do we have to be bitter about it? Always assume it's a work, people. That's what I say. 
<laughs> Fernando says, can we give Kenny a rant award? I've had that on yes. my mind since Wednesday, man. I've, I, I have. And, uh, um, you know, Hunter, I want to read these comments, stuff I didn't know. Uh, so I appreciate you sharing. It says, I've witnessed a, a seizure to a friend in middle school. He was okay. But personally, if it was a seizure angle, I wouldn't have a problem with it because it's an angle, right? Uh, Hunter says, hell, I suffer with Tourette's and have no problem. And with Goldust, had Tourette's in the early 2000s, right? people forget that wrestling likes to touch on real life angles because they want to elicit a real life emotion because the whole point is to make you think this stuff is real and the whole point is to to make everybody feel you know, have everybody represented you know you can't say like oh the the spanish community needs another eddie guerrero talk about representation and then like you can't so you can't have a seizure angle where everybody gets scared because there are people at home who went through it. And, you know, let's say if it was an angle, right? And it causes Adam Cole to say, fuck all this shit that happened between us. I'm here for you, my brother. That's a really good storyline because it's literally shows you, you know, hey, none of that matters. What matters is our health and what we feel about each other. So people sometimes don't get it. Don't don't let it get to that point. They'll just say, well, it's insensitive for them to do a seizure angle. It's like, was it insensitive to see some, like, a fa- you know, Adam Cole see, quote-unquote, a family member go through something and be there for him? Again, it's just eliciting a real-life emotion, guys. So that's that's where I'll end on. Uh, uh, I think I want to I thank you all for bearing with me, and I appreciate that you all like that, th- um, like that rant. If you did like it, hit the thumbs-up button. Let me know so that I can uh, do more of that. Uh, so, and thank you for letting me get that off my chest. Um, Hunter says, even as a gay dude, I appreciate the Billy and Chuck angle, even though they kind of made a mockery of gay marriage. Yeah. Um, it was controversial. Uh, it was controversial with how they ended it, but, um, you know why that was controversial was because, um, Billy and Chuck had had, um, all the gay communities and stuff kind of like start, uh, not tweeting, but like sending out press releases, like how proud they were of this angle and WWE going far. And then they, they put the kibosh on it you know what i mean so that's where it kind of became insensitive because it was just like how'd you let it get that far <laughs> you know but anyway uh again thank you guys for spending your friday night with us brandon is not all there mentally right now brandon's not here with me brandon's off in la la land looking at some only fans world right now he's not even staring but uh <laughs> thank you so much for joining us have a good rest of your night <laughs>